I'm not paying I get crap it. to them more than I already do. <laughs> if I pay them something, I want a quarter pound in return. I okay. bought the McPick 2 today. <laughs> I bought a quarter pounder, and I took the ketchup off of it, but I added bacon to it. Welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Chesko. Hey, guys. Scott, good, good to see you. you. Oh, good to yeah. see you again good this afternoon, week. afternoon, everyone. Uh, we are here, even though the Premier League barely was four, this past weekend. What, four games? Four of the ten matches took place this past weekend, thanks to the FA Cup quarterfinals. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into anything British... Yeah. I think we need to talk America for a minute. It's, it's okay to do on a soccer right? soccer podcast. It's yeah. okay, just in brief, will it be okay? A little bit. Can we also can I also mention this? Yeah. If you can hear my voice, anyone who can hear my voice already at this point knows sounds a little coldish, a little off. Those watching on Facebook Live, I'm holding Kleenex and or tissue paper, what have you, and I will be, do my best. People probably don't know what happened about a month ago when Brian no. had a cold. Yeah, man. He soldiered through with hardly any coughs, any sniffles or anything. I hope. My 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 sleeve it, paid the price. <laughs> we ended Not to go into too much detail. Brian's sleeve uh, was Thanks a lot much... for breathing out of your mouth since you've been here, Dave, oh, since your oh, sinuses oh. are so plugged. Man. It really is helpful for the sickness of the rest of the group. Yeah. You slowed me down. You got me. All right. Great. Bottom line is, I apologize for the coughs, for the sniffles. Most of I, most of I'll be able to edit out. Yeah, it's true. But for those in the FB Live, sorry. It's true, and you know, I, I think most people probably would think that nothing was wrong just hearing your voice in the audio version of our maybe, podcast. maybe. Except for the seventeen people named Smith who are listening. Yeah, sure. Yes. Hello to the Smith family. There's by a the lot way. of us. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Well, let's talk about American yes. football slash soccer for a minute. Uh, what, what are we calling this derby, Dave? You and me. It's our, the, our, the Fantasy Soccer FC derby. It's a little wordy, but we can work with that. Sure. Uh, your club, Atlanta United. Yeah. My club, Minnesota United. Both expansion clubs, MLS this this season. We discussed that last week. Uh, may, two weeks not ago. Last week, or two mm, weeks. Something ago. like that. They played. No, I think we did last week because last we week. discussed the fact that Atlanta's home game. Was the fourth That's largest right. in the world. That's right. So. Well, they played already this past week. Yes, what they is did. Game week two for MLS. So we had our first fantasy soccer FC derby. It was a, uh, I'd love to call it a snow classico, but I don't think it was that important. It was a drubbing. Oh, yeah. Shock. I Congratulations mean, to Atlanta United and to you, Dave Smith, for your 6-1 victory. Hey, it's not 6-1. Yeah. That might be the largest margin of victory they have for a long time. Also. Yeah. How apropos that Minnesota, their first home game, is a snow game. I mean, I feel like that's perfect. Like, if you're going to write up the script of Minnesota sports, having your inaugural game a snow game, I know you'd love to win it. Sure. The only thing that could have been better is if it was was officiated by Kirby Puckett. (laughs) R.I.P. Uh, I agree. Thanks yeah. for thanks for bringing death into the beginning wow. of our podcast, right? <laughs> bringing that dark cloud, Brian. <laughs> hey, he was great, Listen, man. He was great. Snow game, yep. a pink ball. 
Yeah. Because you had to be able to see it. Correct. I mean, it was – and <laughs> it was I, the I MLS was, equivalent to a glowing hockey puck. From, it really, from truly, yeah. truly was. Fox did hey, that a yes, long time. Did. You got yes, a you did. got a hat trick from Joseph Martinez. Maybe we'll know how to say his first name perfectly one day. Maybe yeah. and a brace when from this is an Miguel MLS podcast. Almiron. This is sort of becoming. Hey, uh, listen. I'm getting. I'm acclimating myself to these players. All right, man. Uh, yeah, Martinez looks like a little stockier DeAndre Yedlin. Okay, oh, that's good. Um, okay, all right. So I'm trying to, you know. Kind of bring I in. Like that. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Anyway, so what yeah. I don't like is the loons giving up eleven goals in their first two matches. Record. Man, that's poor tough. start that's for an expansion tough. club. That's tough. That's all good. I mean, you don't tend to expect much from expansion clubs. Although I saw a stat that said that three MLS expansion clubs have reached the playoffs in their first season in the uh, uh, in Major League Soccer history. Mm. So maybe Atlanta but, United will be the fourth. But you know how we feel about playoffs, Scott. Yep, we hate them. Enough about that. Let's get on to the Premier League. We have four. Are we on to this? We are just about on to this. Just about. Let, make sure he knows when we're I will let him know. This on. evening's Fantasy know. Soccer FC podcast is brought to you unofficially again by Joe Beans Coffee. Joe Beans, the unofficial coffee of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. The sleeve on my cup says full-bodied, strong, and piping hot. Let's give someone That's out. Right. Hey, listen. I got to add here for the, the brothers that just do gutters. That's brothers, our pal. Brothers That's our pal, man. Jeremy Bowles. Get, listen, if you need some gutters and you're in the central Virginia area, give him a call. No offense to Jeremy, but this is turning into a very low, low-scale podcast all of a sudden. We're getting very local. Yeah, what about my shirt? <laughs> Tell us about your shirt, Brian. Look at you. Oh, look at that. Apologies to all Sunderland fans if you can even see what this is. It's Newcastle United. Yeah, you might have to zoom in on it. Our but. third unofficial sponsor, 47 Brand Apparel, maker of fine vintage, That's vintage-y looking. clothing. Yeah. I can say that they, they, uh, they specialize in the four major American sports. However, in their other, they have plenty of college uh, NCAA athletics. And a surprising number of Premier League clubs, uh, including tons of Liverpool for some reason. Well, yeah, who knows? Uh, for some reason. Definitely Newcastle, definitely Sunderland. And I can say f- with certainty that they have a Swansea official t shirt that's similar in design to this one. Very good. Wow. 47 brand, thank you very much for a really brand. great shirt. Wow. Do we have it in the budget for Brian to buy a shirt every week? I would do that. Yeah. Okay. Listen, if 47 <laughs> brand <budget>. would send <laughs> us Listen, if 47 brand would send us a shirt every week, uh-huh. one of us would wear one. That's true. That's and we would give them true. a free plug every week. So That's 47 right. brand well, free, they're sending us a t-shirt. Sure. Yeah. I mean a small no, fee for an ad, a t-shirt. Come on. This is getting more expensive. That's 47 the number 47brand.com. <laughs> there we go. Stat zone. Wait, that's something else. That's different. Got it. We will talk about them, though. Oh, we are. Okay, there's a little teaser for later in the show. Let me get to what we're going to do here. We're going to talk about the four Premier League matches that took place this past weekend. You have officially made it through the dreaded match week, game week 28, that we have been building up to for the last few weeks in our podcast. It's here, and now it's gone. Hopefully you survived without uh, too much damage done to your fantasy standing in your uh, FPL 
uh, your, your fantasy premier league. Um, but we're going to go over the four matches. We're going to touch a little bit on the FA Cup as well. We're going to talk a little Champions League. We're going to give you an Arsenal moment with Dave. We're going to bring back the uh, recurring segment we like to do every once in a while, the unofficial incomplete club history. where we One of my favorites. Where we cherry pick uh, facts from clubs' histories and give you only those. And usually it ends with a limerick that I write for the occasion. Love it. We're going to do that for Lincoln City. Saying goodbye. Lincoln Saying goodbye City. to Lincoln City. Goodbye, tonight. Lincoln City. Goodbye, Lincoln City. All right. Well, we're also going to give you a buy, sell of the week and an injury roundup because seriously. Holy cow. There were some injuries. This is serious this week, man. So let's do it. Let's get to the matches. That was On the to right. the matches. That was the cue. He got it. Liverpool, two. Burnley, one. Jorginho Wijnaldum and Emery Chan scoring for the Reds. Ashley Barnes made it scary in the first 10 minutes for the Clarets, but Liverpool comes away with a victory. Scary for the Reds, not scary for the Clarets, Ashley Barnes. Hey, my boy, I might as well start calling him my boy. Yeah, Jorginho. Jorginho. Okay. Uh-huh. How do uh-huh. I say it, Brian? Uh, you can say what you want, man. Jorginho. Gigerinium. That's also when, your favorite flower. When no, I Ginaldum, think it's a new element in the periodic table, actually. When when Ginaldum, isn't gingerinium what they were trying to get in Avatar? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wrong. It's the uh, it mineral was, that creates red hair on humans. So hey, hey in our my, new in one of our new favorite segments, <laughs> officially we can just make it this until at least next season. Liverpool. Now what? Now what indeed? Actually, I mean, I'm excited. They, they learned how to beat a bottom half club. Now they play Manchester City. Let's, that should be an easy win. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be so good. <laughs> it technically should be, be such an a easy great, win. That would be such a great match. <laughs> well, Who well, knows? The cool thing is, is we're going to uh, see it. City. Like it's Liverpool, Liverpool. remembering how to win. Yeah. Now, That's a good now, sound. I'm making it. Yeah. Take off. Now what? Motion with my hand. L- Liverpool, now what? Winning. Maybe. Firmino. Out with a thigh injury. Not he, considered serious. He has not been doing anything in fantasy lineups anyways. Coutinho. Subbed off at before the 60th minute. You didn't even get the extra point for 60 minutes. Subbed on for, of course, Ben Woodburn. Of course. <laughs> One point from Coutinho. Sadio Mane. 29 points in his previous two home matches. Two points this time. Smoke. Who's the star of the match? Georgienio Monum? Winaldum. Hey. It's Finaldum. We talked I, about this. It's true. It's, it's on it's our website. W, I know. It, it's definitive. on our pronunciation, guys. That's we right. have gone over this. It's just me being stupid. It is Vinaldum. I will say this. Tonight's close enough. Yeah, it's. Say it for me, Brian. Georginium. Georginium. Yakupovitz. Yakupovitz. It's Vinaldum. Right, Vinaldo. So hey, Vinaldo. Listen, there's gonna be there's many times, majority probably times that we get things wrong. Not majority, ten percent. Well, fair enough. But this week, when we're counting as a podcast, uh huh. According to my, if you listen to what we said last week, you had a fantastic week this week. Yeah, so kudos. Kudos I, to us, because this might be the only time we kudos ourselves, but I'm going to do it. Dave, it I be. can. <laughs> we need to explore this. I only saw it recently, so I, I'm bringing it up for a natural reaction for you. Mm. 
the Premier League, Fantasy Premier League, talked about somebody else that uh, appeared. This is this is tangential mm. to what we were talking about here in terms of patting ourselves on the back. Do you want to save it for when it's the player? Yeah, sure. It'll be in the it'll be in the Burton. Born no, 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 no. Oh, let's hear it right now. You, you had a good setup. Let's, no, no, let's no. Hear. Let's talk. Let's finish talking about right, Liverpool and Burnley. I'm sorry to kill the vibe. No, it's all good. You're right on Winaldum. You continue to be right for a few weeks now. Yeah. Uh, good call on that. He is absolutely uh, for whatever reason the midfielder in form. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. And 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 just in the nick of time because no one else in that midfield is right now. So he's definitely on that list. I still am am saying don't give up on your Reds midfielder yet. They're all sharing the load. I mean, this weekend it was Wijnaldum and Chan, but you know, next weekend it could be Mane again. It could be Firmino yeah. getting out of this slump. In fact, I, I really feel bad for Firmino owners because this is one of those weeks where if he is still in your roster, you probably played him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah. he's left off the the squad. That's going to be a theme throughout because even though only eight clubs played there were some key players who were benched this weekend for me no just the first can Real. i give you a stat sure Are you okay with the stat Is of the week your scott stat of the day stat of the day stat of the week yeah okay that's right um I need, okay sure yeah i actually hesitate to do this because I'm, I'm hearing the voice that's probably playing right now for scott's stat of the day but anyway oh and now it's time for scott's stat of the day but here we go <laughs> Since Jurgen Klopp's first game in charge, the Reds have scored more Premier League goals from outside the box than any other team. That's 21 goals. I think that speaks a little bit to why their midfield is so successful, their ability to score from medium to long range. I thought you were going to go with the Optostat that was uh, via Brother Matt about Jorginho. Give it to us, Brian. All 16 of his Premier League goals oh, yeah. have been scored in home matches. We've used that one before, I think. Well, but still, I mean, it's I feel ex- like we can't. It, that's can't. not an. Is that an official Brother Matt stat of the day? That's an that official optostat. Okay. The brother Courtesy, Matt is, brother, okay. Op- brother Matt. Brother, he, he opted. I'm paying attention to you, Matthew. Fair enough. <laughs> You're the only one, Scott. Yes. Going forward, uh-huh. who's the most wanted Liverpool midfielder that you would want as a Liverpool fan? Who do you think is going to score the most points in your upcoming schedule at City, Everton, Derby? That'll be good. Bournemouth and Stoke. At Stoke, three or no t- two games away, two games at home. Uh, it's easy to narrow it down to two. To narrow it down from those two is going to be a little bit tougher. Uh, I still think in Mane and or Firmino, you trust. Uh, I think that they've proven to be uh, just a little bit more consistent, especially here in the second half of the season as things have gotten tough. Uh, I, I, I like I like Mane's ability to create his own chances still. Okay. And uh, and so I, I like that. And Firmino is in, is in a position when he plays where he's going to have the most goal-scoring opportunities. So between those two guys, I don't think you can lose. Okay. Um, what is it worth talking about what, happened, what has happened to Adam Lallana? Lalana has Brian, done. Sh- can we send a search party out for Adam Lalana? Has done exactly nothing. Is there a search party out in for him? Twenty seventeen, right something now? that they talked about pre-match. What in the world? I don't know. He runs miles and miles and miles every match. But you could, wonder, but, you wonder if he's if he's just listen. If we can rewind the out. tape back to when we had talked about how he had the four. I think we said it was four of the top five most traveled distances. What? 
Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Remember, we talked yep. about that, yep. and the question that we asked at the time was, "Will this catch up to him?" I think it, it has. Seems like it's catching up to him. Yeah, I he might have been clopped. I mean, there was a lot of the Liverpool team that had been clopped. Is it Brian. is it tactic? Wait, I need the dictionary definition of this of this word. What does it mean to be clopped? clopped? Overworked. Okay. Oh, right. I, I think that's fair. He expects and demands uh, that has such kind of work clopped, rates. Clopped has kind of that horseish sense clop, to clop, it, clop, where clop, you, clop, clop. yeah, that's the like that's that? the sound the the horse's feet make. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> I'm saying is, it's just because of the association with horses, there's something like, like, just like a racehorse. Yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. No, and I, a jockey, I think how they I whip think the horse. one. I think Liverpool's January crash. Yeah. Was because they the the season had worn on them. They got some rest in February because they were out of other cup competitions. Um and they did some some warm weather training. Yeah. And uh they maybe kind of recharged a little bit and have been good, pretty good ever since. One of the words that I've seen in a number of the reviews of this match is uninspiring. It wasn't uninspiring. It wasn't win. their best, but we've they said found before a way. they found a way. Yeah. And it's very difficult to do at times to find your way, and when you're not your best. And Burnley, even though they are away from home, they're not easy this year. No, they're not. No. Liverpool should have won that match. I don't want to give them too much credit, uh, but li- Burnley's not is not an easy win. Burnley, uh, oh, two and twelve. Yeah, two draws, twelve losses away from Turf Moor. Yeah, they're still in twelfth. Yeah, Isn't that crazy. <clears throat> that do you want the? Uh, do you form. want? Do you want the thing that, that I was going to say about Liverpool in conjunction to West Brom now? Or do you want it whenever it's in conjunction directly with West Brom and Everton? Uh, West Brom, as long as you don't forget. I will not. It's right here in front of me. On Excellent. My All right, we'll do that. Anything about Burnley you want to discuss? I mean, they're only great um, at home, right? They have, a, they have a player that I'm selling. Who's that? Well, do you want to wait for buy-sell, or you want me to oh, gosh, sell now? Guys, can we talk about something right now? Listen... I, Brian, I'm what, ready for other I, what I was going to say is I think that both <laughs> Liverpool and Burnley have pretty good – Liverpool has an amazing remaining schedule. Okay. Burnley's remaining schedule is very good. And if in the next three, they go to Sunderland, they play home to Spurs, home Stoke. It's not great playing home to Spurs, but if you want to play Spurs at home, why not play them when they're not having Harry Kane starting for them? I'm just saying it's no like it's not. A, I mean, it's still a tough match. Yeah, but they are back at home again against Spurs. What I'm saying is, I just think that even in the next three, it's not the worst thing you could look at. And Burnley, like you said, they seem to be. Uh, they seem to have a fighting spirit here. It's true. It's true. They're going to fight to the end. Sean Dyche is a great manager. He's perfect for Burnley. Sean Dyche. Everton, three. West Brom, nil. I hope you maxed out on your toffees. Morales, Schneiderlin, and Lukaku with the goals. Lukaku, that third goal, I'm glad he scored that for the sake of everyone's fantasy lineup this weekend. Uh, and then a clean sheet for any you of the defenders like his he played. assist to Schneiderlin. I thought that was really nice. Say again? I thought his assist to Schneiderlin yeah. was really nice. Great point. Goal and an assist for Lukaku. Yeah. Um, was Lukaku the most started player this Lukaku week? Lukaku is now the most owned player yeah. in Pe- the Premier League. Yeah, I would, I would. Period. 42.4% as of the last time I looked at it. It could have gone up a little bit. Well, since. Dave, give us his uh, his last five. Do you have that in front of you? Lukaku's last five, 21, 
2, 6, 6, and 12. And I'm guessing a lot of people captained Lukaku this weekend. Some people on his 21 triple captained him. That's true. Was that, that you? No. Uh, or you did you captain him? You, who I did captained you nail him this past week. Did Harry Kane on his uh, hat trick okay, okay, okay. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, all right. I did captain Lukaku this week as okay. well, so 24 wow. for that. Uh, coming, I'm coming, brother Matt. Look at you. I'm coming. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, aside from that, though, I mean, I also have Seamus Coleman, and I'm stuck with Ashley Williams, clean sheets all around. I feel like there was a, a good part of the year where Everton and West Brom were kind of equals. Yeah. And something in the last month and Especially a half, whenever Everton started to bomb there yeah. towards the, well, in, that, in West Brom, for, in, that in, first in fairness, quarter of the season. In West Brom, in fairness, was opposite. Yeah, there. and West they Brom peaked. was really good. Um, they – they probably started off somewhat even. Most people would have put Everton above them. Everton dropped at the beginning of the season. <coughs> West Brom rose. And now it seems like West Brom is, is on the downhill. Can I tell you why? On the down, down slide. Yeah. And, yeah, because your hate well, of Tony Pulis. Uh, no, no, no. Can you come up with anything other than your hate of Tony Pulis? Yeah. Okay. 40 points. Yeah, exactly. 40 Scott points. Scott said it last week. Ha- I mean, come on. That I did say it last week, and then they dropped uh, the Do, do they have a big egg. whiteboard up, and they just write, 40 points. You know what? Screw it, guys. Take the rest of the year off. If you watch but the Maybe. if you watch the NBC Sports Network special on what behind the badge, West Brom's the, behind the they badge. They have a big whiteboard at they 40 talk points specifically <laughs> about that. How really? that is the knock against them, that that is something that they are aware of, that they it's did, up to did you, them. Had you seen that? No, you, I had it's not. up to them to prove people wrong. Listen. Until they prove me it wrong, it was not Gareth McCauley, who is uh, I, I don't Craig want Dawson. It, it might have been Craig Dawson. Uh, I can't think of the guy. I can see his face. I can see him talking right now. I cannot think of his name, and I'm not looking it up right in front of me right now because I'm too proud. Sure. If you want to look it up, you can do whatever you want. Look, what? Here's what I was going to say about Liverpool in conjunction to West Bromwich Albion, courtesy of 442 Stats Zone again. Great site. West Bromwich Albion are 11, 11 wins, six draws, and three losses on the season against teams between positions 7 through 20. So they've gotten 39 points from teams between 7 and 20. They're the anti-Liverpool. That's what you're well, saying. See, that's the thing, though. Liverpool against teams 7 through 20 okay. are 11, 3, and 5. It's not so horrible. three draws and five losses. I think the problem is, and so when I saw that, I thought well, it's not that bad. This is still thirty. It's thirty. Uh, it's thirty-six points. 36, okay. But I think it's because of the quality of the losses or lack so thereof. There, so they lose that game to Burnley, which yep. is absolutely inexplicable. Yeah, at that especially point. after they beat Arsenal. Then they go on a crushing run against the bottom half of the table. They beat Leicester, they beat Hall, they beat Swansea, they beat West Brom, they beat Crystal Palace, Watford. Then they draw Southampton. That That's an iffy one. They beat Sunderland, they lose to Bournemouth. Yeah. Bournemouth. Yeah. Then they draw West Ham. They beat Middlesbrough, they beat Everton, they beat Stoke, they draw Sunderland. Yeah. So it's like this momentum happens, and then all of a sudden you get somebody where like, oh my gosh, please just stop the torture now. This is going to be 12-0. And they lose to Swansea. 
And then they lose to Hall, and then they lose to Leicester. I mean, and they proved in that stretch they couldn't beat anybody. They lost to Wolves. You know, they barely beat Plymouth Argyle. So it's, yeah, you're absolutely right. They drew. I just thought that was. I just thought to to think of it in terms of like, oh, West Brom, that's amazing. Look what they've done against the bottom of the table: eleven wins, six draws, three losses. And then you look at Liverpool, like eleven wins, three draws, and five losses. It's just those points against those crap teams. But it's also about perspective. Liverpool's not going into the season trying to get into the top half of the table and secure forty points like West Brom is. Liverpool's trying to secure top four standing for the Champions League next year. I will also throw this in, and I think this has more to do with their slump other than the fact that they have 40-plus points, and that's Matt Phillips, who up until a month and a half ago was their best player of the year, arguably. No, he can't Uh, find the pitch. Well, he's hurt. Yeah. And so – And continues to be hurt. Yeah. With he, no, he with no slumping, known he might return have had date. a nagging injury. His hamstring. And, yeah, and and which was probably nagging him a little bit. Hence his drop in form. And then it got so bad, they're like, "We got to shut you down." Ever since he's gone out of the lineup, their results have suffered. Sure. Rondon's production has dropped off dramatically. Don, man. And so I'm just saying, I think that has the reason why they're slumping. Not necessarily 40 points. Anyways, moving on. We've already been on that way. Too long. Your Everton players. Does Morgan does Morgan Schneiderlin in, intrigue you at no, all? No, not yet. He's too. Fringe. He's an excellent player. He, I think he's an excellent player. He has started and played the full ninety and six in a row. Okay. He's only point eight percent owned. What? What? I don't actually have his points in front of me. Do you? He doesn't have many. Okay. But he did score in this one. He did. So what I'm saying is, he's one of those guys. I'm not saying you rush on by him. You got Tom Davis there. Yep. And then uh, another guy in a segment we like to call Ross Barkley. I ha- I do have a keeping my eye on him. He's seven point one billion. He's had pounds. five. He's had five pretty good weeks in a row. His last five: twelve, three, three, five, and nine. Those and, are pretty. And good I ones. continue to say, own three of these guys. Find three. Three Lukaku at this point is the guy. Although, I just wonder what the uh, Lukaku rejecting the Everton contract offer, what that that might do. I don't, but you know, real life can affect football results. I'm just curious how that impacts him. Does he quit at any point early before the season ends? What I was going to say is watching this match. Hold on, does this contract doesn't run out this year, does it? I mean, it's probably through next year, but they want him to resign. Yeah, but the fact that he is publicly stating he's not going to resign with Everton makes him a target in the summer. I agree. So it really doesn't matter. He he, He can mentally quit at this point, and still be a very popular transfer target for clubs in England, Spain, Italy, anywhere that there's Champions League football. I was about to say, watching him in this match, just the imp- how impressed I have been, because he's been great. Just his body language. And if it like, was a like matter of... Because then it made, me wonder about, it made me wonder about injury at times whenever he's slumped. Or if his head's just not in the game. Because he knows the, I mean, he's talked about that. He talked about it with Men in Blazers on their when the, on one of their pod specials last year about the uh, just how mentally you could score a goal in every game if your head's in the right spot and you're and you're a capable scorer. Yeah. And he has the he has the ability to do that. He looks like such a monster whenever he's doing great. 
It's true. And his body language has been great. And so then all of a sudden it's like, hey, the, you know, Kuman's got this team going in the right direction. Everybody, he's getting a lot out of the out of the fringe guys. He seems to finally have found the uh, the formula for the the players he he has. He's he's getting good performance out of young guys, and he's starting to get Ross Barkley to perform. And he's got yeah. Lukaku playing at a really high level. And then all of a sudden today, it's Lukaku rejects. It's like contract uh, offer. It's like it was just Sally like, ripping the yeah. ripping the football away from right from Charlie Brown. So Lucy. I just Luke. Lucy. Lucy is Linus's sister. You're talking about Sydney. Patty. I said Sally. You're thinking about Pepper, that Patty. Peppermint, Peppermint Patty, Patty is the one is with the, the weird glasses. But she Lucy is, pulled the football from Charlie Brown. Linus and Lucy. Peppermint Patty. <laughs> what? This <laughs> is not a Peanuts podcast. <laughs> he might be the only person in America. And or the can't stop coughing. And or the world, who doesn't know that that's Lucy, not Peppermint Patty. You're thinking of Pigpen. I know he's the one that walks. She has the black hair with the blue dress. Anyways, can I talk about Kevin Morales? Were you in the middle of something, Brian? I was just saying that I think it's a sad development. Yes, and and remains to be seen. It's I have the same kind of concern. You see something like that. The same kind of concern that I would have about the for the rest of the season that I would have about owning Alexis Sanchez. The, okay, because now yeah. all of a sudden you're talking about a guy who who has seemed like he is on top of everything with positive body language and performance to match, and a team that's rising. Now all of a sudden, I'm sorry, your club record offer is not good enough for me. I'm yeah. going to I'm going to turn it down. I just think that this it, it is feels a horrible, like it, it is it, a horrible time. Yes, because of Everton's upcoming schedule. Everton's schedule Hull, is great the rest of the way. This is not great. Hull at Liverpool, at United, Leicester City, the resurgent, rejuvenated last year's Leicester City, which is now back. They'll be all right. That three out of those four games, yeah, sure, the Hull game, right? The next three: Liverpool at Liverpool at United, Leicester. He's good for a goal against Liverpool. I'm just saying. United's a sieve right now. Hey, listen. And they're and they're all and they're all crazy. They're all suspended. That's true. They are all suspended. Hey, Brian, courtesy NBC, you brought this up on Slack. Everton has more points. Yes. Along with the plus goal differential, they're tied with Tottenham on points in 2017. Yeah. Arguably I, it's, the two it's hottest. Cra- teams. It's crazy that this is that all of a sudden now. You know I what? Mean, All I that mocking. We'll see what happens. You we'll remember I was happens. on the Cumin train earlier this year. Yeah. It got kind of derailed yes, a little it did. bit. We had to jump off of it. I was yeah. concerned for my life. Brother Matt was mocking because he was like, "Oh, I told you they were going to suck." <laughs> of course, he doesn't sound like that, but it's sure, close. It's fun. Podcast he does. Sure. So, um, but he, you know, I don't hear much about it right now. They're playing. When, they're when, playing when they great. Got more points than anyone else in the. 2017. We can save it for buy sell. Fair. But West Brom is on not only on 40 points. Mm-hmm. Not only do they have a lot to prove to everyone wrong that they're not just they're not on the beach already. Okay. Their schedule is murder the rest of the way. Good call. Brian brings up we have since last spring. Yeah. We haven't brought up 
at the beach. Oh, it's true. This it's is coming the first back. reference. Yeah. And it's all, it's starting to get to that point. Well, I just want to point out that Brian was the one who brought up that West Brom. 40 points, West Brom, at the beach. Let the record show. I'm he didn't just say saying. they were there. I'm just saying, when we get to buy and sell, we will talk about this schedule I have right Excellent. Here. Love right. it. Two right. things real quick. Kevin right. Morales. Every time he yeah. scores, I keep thinking, should I? 4-4-10 four, yeah. four, and ten is the last three matches. Yeah, but he hasn't been starting. He's been their super sub. Well, super subs score points, too. Understood. I don't want to start him on my fantasy team. All right, fair enough. Last thing, manager, quote, or is it quotes of the week? Holy crap, is it Kuman again? It's coming from this match. Kuman's back in our podcast. I think it's a very interesting quote that he brought. This is not funny at all. This is serious, and I, I think it speaks a lot to what he's trying to accomplish. Our target is to play next season in Europe. We know that maybe seventh position will bring it. And he's right, considering that United has won the League Cup, the EFL Cup, and we know what the Final Four looks like in the FA Cup, uh, it's very possible, very likely, in fact, I'll say, that seventh position will be a Europa League qualifying position. Wow. So Everton is is in a great place to play in the Europa League next year. Now, some people don't think that's a reward. Kuman obviously sees it as a reward. Sure, he looks at it as a stepping stone. Just because I have to, I have one more. This okay. is Tony Pulis this time. Well, hold on. Here's the other thing. Honestly, making Europa League is about the best Everton can hope for, right? I mean, I mean that's a, you that's, look that's at that's the club Moise history, did. the Moise size of the club. Yeah, what's the best that they can do when they yeah, were at sure, their the best? The best they can do is maybe third or sneak a third or fourth out. But man, that is so tough with those top six clubs, man. Yeah. Unless they pull a Leicester off of last year. And if you look at their roster now, like their starting eleven is really good. It's really good, but it's it it's seventh place good. Like it, yeah. it might be better in other leagues, but it's seventh place good in, in the Premier League. I have to quote Tony Pulis on something he said as well, just because You hate him. Well, he's Tony Pulis. Okay. Easily hateable. <laughs> Everton. This is this is amazing. What you didn't say to that? Nothing. Here's Tony Pulis. Everton are the best team outside the top six. They've got real quality. Yeah, Tony, that's that's right. That's why they're seventh. Best team outside the top six is usually called seventh place. Thank you. You hate him so bad. Hey, there's no reason why Everton can't catch and pass Manchester United. Oh, come on. There's no reason. Suspension. I'm just saying. Well, Rojo's not going to be suspended, it looks like, for his stomp on... Losing Zlatan is massive. And don't think... I know that you think Rashford can come in... And, I think he could. And be a good substitute. I think he'll do okay. Guess who Everton does not let have to play. Let me tell you who can never substitute for Zlatan, Brian, and that is anyone else. Oh, That's there true. are no substitutes for him. Paul, two. Swansea, one. Umar Nias with two off the bench. What did you say? He got the podcast bump. He sure did. Uh, Alfie, uh, excuse me, I what, apologize. What's his name, Nias? Alfred Mawson scores for Swansea. Yeah. Uh, you guys want an amazing Swansea stat? Always. If there's one thing I dream about every week, it's Brian's <laughs> amazing Swansea stat. That is a new segment. Amazing Swansea stat that I've seen at least one article about this, uh, talking about this more extensively. Per the BBC, Swansea have conceded 61 goals for the season. 
Guess how many teams that have conceded 60 or more goals after 28 matches have stayed up? One. I'd say zero. The answer is zero. Yeah. I thought maybe there'd be one in there. The answer is no clubs have stayed up. What, what, they what 60 won? goals they, after 28 matches. Are they still in the bottom three? No. No. They're, they've won. They're they've, five points clear. Yeah, they've won five matches this calendar year, which is very unusual. Swansea was one of the, aren't they on that chart? Weren't they on the list of, of most points won in 2017? Yes, they are. They're sixth. Yeah. They're on the. Technically tied for fifth. They're on the list, which is, which is the important thing. Yep. They've had no draws, five wins, four losses in their nine matches this year. Stoke City's on there, too. I know. It doesn't look right. I don't know what there really is to say about this. I know that something after the match that that, uh, that Robbie Musto or Earl... One of the Robbies. Uh, the, the NBC, Robbie. the NBC uh, studio crew was talking about how prior to the match, Paul Clement kind of left the door open for, the, for them being okay with a draw in this match and, the, and questioning whether or not, like, kind of taking the edge off of it had any impact no. on their on their play on the pitch. Uh, that that sounds I, like... Uh, I love the Robbies, but I think they're reading into that a little too much. If you're Swansea, and you are above Hall outside the relegation zone, and Hall is in the relegation zone, and you're playing at Hall, you'll take a draw all day long. Yeah. Now, uh, granted, you don't want to go into a match necessarily thinking that, uh, but at the same time, that is not a bad goal for Swansea to have at right. Hall in well, this match. And they, they came up a little short. You're going to talk about injuries to Swansea later in our injury yes, for run. Sure. Okay, they were significant. I have a I have a great pun for it too. Oh, I love puns. Hey, Dave, you gave an award out to a certain swan this past weekend. The Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week award comes from this match. Mr. Wayne Routledge. Wayne Routledge. Pretty sure I didn't do that. Wayne Routledge missed was that Brian? Yeah, I think me. it was Brian. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hey, let's, Brian Chesko said, most organized podcast <laughs> yet. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Sorry, Brian. That was credit to you. Look, G- it's, just a, the- it's just that Wayne Routledge had two opportunities. One to go ahead early on. Missed from the ball fell straight to him in the box. Missed from he somehow managed to kick the ball straight to the moon within 10 yards. Which is which was the worst time. You score at that point, and I think you probably walk away with it. Mm. You, you think you walk away at least with a draw. Then you're you've met your you've met your goal. your goal for the match. Yeah. He also had an opportunity to level at one nil afterwards from from a decent range and missed an opportunity to level. You end up going down two nil. It takes a, a stoppage time goal from Alfie to even make it respectable, but yeah. Wayne Routledge, your Cameron Jeroming was absolutely outstanding. Excellent. Uh, Gilfie set up the Moss and goal. He has the most assists in the Premier did. League with eleven. Dude's amazing. Right here, man. Yeah, your your Gilfie T-shirt. In my heart, he's in your Gilfie in your heart. I thought maybe Nias you wanted has, him. Has scored all of his goals as a substitute. Do I need to beep that out? What'd you say? Nias. Super sub. Listen, we talk about Umar Nias a lot because he has two body parts for a last name, and we love that name. But he's also coming up 
big in his play. Now, again, all three of his goals. He came on 28th minute as a sub. Yeah, early, early. And, but all of his goals, he is a super sub as well. I mean, I'm not saying go, everyone's back in action now this upcoming week. I'm not saying go buy Nias as a striker. But at the same time, he does keep coming up. Hey, their schedule at Everton, West Ham, Middlesbrough, at City, it's not the easiest. Yeah, yeah. I just City. find it interesting that that he he continues to to uh, take you know come up in our podcast. Also, um, Dave, I saw this match is kind of a I read I read our podcast into this match a lot because you've been promoting Hall players, player yeah. Hall players during this stretch. I was yeah. saying player well, swans. Well, I said last week that I was. I mean, I chalked it up to being wrong. True. We yes. all the are we were collectively wrong on Martin Olson this week. Yeah, we picked the wrong swan. We should have yeah. known Mawson. We went off script, went away from the percentages a little bit. It backfired. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, you know, everything we've said about Liverpool midfielders, you can say it now about Swansea. Def- uh, never mind. I can't even say that <laughs> with a straight face. Moving on. <laughs> well, it happened to Olsen and Llorente this game. Yep, right. Can't, right? You, I mean, can't predict in, you can't predict injuries, but Olsen wasn't injured. There was a striker. He got a knock, but he played the full 90. Yeah. There was a striker shortage. And Llorente, I guarantee you, as he did in some of ours, got into some lineups, along with, you know, last you know last week was it uh, Peter Crouch, and there was or was, that wasn't this week. It was last week. Bottom line is, guys, you would think normally would be starting. Yeah, didn't start. Yeah, and it happens. What are you gonna do? Anyway. We forgot about this with West Brom. That that was Chris Brunt. Yeah, as well. He did yep. freaking play. Brunt. Yeah, I got brunted and urinated. <laughs> yeah, he was your your outte. Gosh. Uh, Bournemouth three, West Ham two. Josh King's hat trick wins it for the Cherries, overcoming goals from Mikhail Antonio and Andre Ayew. This was like a Brian Chesko dream come true. Brian, what are you gonna do? I owned Josh King the week after I said I'm going to own him. I am a hypocrite, but I am not nearly the hypocrite that I could have been about this. <laughs> sure. I said as soon as he was starting to show, A, attacking promise, and B, that they were playing him up as a front striker. alone. That's correct. And he was classed as a midfielder. This, to me, helps make up a little bit for my mistake of not picking up Delhi. Uh, in the in the time frame just prior to his explosion in November and December, because I specifically talked about him and said, "Hey, he could really benefit from the way they're playing," and then right. and I'm not going to do anything about it because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I ignored myself, and it and it killed me for three weeks. Sure. Let's let's talk about this. Anyone else but Josh King? And, and what killed me this game is I Josh King was my vice captain. Oh boy, you're not close. my captain, and that that hurt. Yeah. Well, normally uh, something like a missed penalty kick would be pretty crushing for a fantasy score. Both Josh King and Benicophobia, guys you mentioned, uh, missed penalty kicks in this match. Yeah, read read, uh, read Eddie Howe's quote. Uh, you see, you posted one that said, Surprised to see King miss yeah. today. That happens. He obviously didn't want the next one. So Benick takes the next one. Yeah. Yeah. He misses the. He misses the. If I miss, I want to take the next. Typically, that's what you see. He didn't kick it into Randolph. He missed. He he sent him the wrong way and just scooted it past the bar. It was a close. It was miss. a close. It was not a bad miss. I just thought that was as odd of a quote 
that yeah. I could have seen. Yeah, I maybe agree. I just don't understand the way the the mentality works at that maybe point. Maybe Josh he, King is a little fragile. Say, for him to say, obviously, he obviously <laughs> didn't. Well, obvious, yeah. obviously. What are you talking about? Obviously, everyone wants to score goals. Why wouldn't he want to take the next one? Seriously, to redeem himself, he was a PK away from a quarter pounder. I know. Oh. Uh, but listen, then, in all seriousness, though, that hat trick was key for King owners overcoming the the lost points on that. On look, that we we can't call that a quarter. When someone scores a fourth goal, we can't call it a quarter pounder. We'll have to get some royalties or something to McDonald's. We're not doing that. That's a we do that all the time. That's that's what we do. I'm not paying I get crap it. to them more than I already do. <laughs> if I pay them something, I want a quarter pounder in return. Fair I enough. bought the McPick two today. <laughs> I bought a quarter pounder and I took the ketchup off of it, but I added bacon to it. You did that today? Yeah. So jealous. I love McDonald's. <laughs> I had a protein shake for lunch. Antonio, Brian, what are you going to do on him? Yes, I want to. Yeah. I have a conundrum with West Ham United because, well, a stat on Antonio, thanks to the Premier League, is that he has 17 goals since he debuted for West Ham last September in September 2015. It's the most of any West Ham United player. That makes sense. Uh, They've had about Antonio comes players. right back in after his suspension and kicks a ball right into the net. Mikel Antonio is very, very good. I don't know how West Ham hold on to him next year. Or this I, summer. I don't know. It, I don't know. I will also say this. Lanzini is Firminoing his way into points. Remember last year, Firmino was famous for the great week, yeah. bad week. Great week, bad week. This next week, Lanzini's scheduled to have a great week. Yeah. Just saying. They're playing Leicester, the resurgent Leicester. But guess what? It's Lanzini's good week. So keep an eye on so. it. If you I wanna, thought you if were going to say it was... Uh, if you want a flyer. I thought you were going to talk about Cherry's first first, <coughs> Premier League, first Premier League win versus a London club. Uh, no. It's I mean, who cares? Stat. Yeah, who right? cares? Honestly, okay. the whole match, is. this is one of those Premier League matches that is, was just a blast. Yeah. But ultimately, who cares? Hey, speaking of super subs, Andre Ayew. Yeah, he'll never have the impact on West Ham that he had with Swansea. You don't know that. He'll Why never you, have the impact with on. West Ham. What, this year or like ever, ever? He will never have the impact with West Ham that he had with Swansea. I, that's so ludicrous for you to just put him in that box. Hey, listen, we make bold claims all the time. That's fair. Number well, one, I, he's a French I, player. I would go the complete opposite of that. You think he's going to improve next year for West Absolutely. Ham? Absolutely. I think he starts for them next year. If that wasn't such a long-term wager, I'd say let's place another bet on it. Why that. not? Uh, don't be scared. Bet a quarter pounder on it. Hey, yeah. All right, done. A quarter pounder on Loser it. Quarter pounder Loser eats a quarter pounder. Loser eats one. Loser Winner eats one. Loser buys quarter pounder for, for the, the winner. winner. There. On Correct. the pod. Yeah. All, right. All right. Brian, I have a question for you. What do you want? West Ham United. Wait, does the quarter pounder have to have bacon? That costs more. No, no. It doesn't. It's not natural to the burger. Okay. All right. I agree with Brian. It needs to be an original. Ooh. French. The, the, quarter, the quarter, pounder. quarter pounder. Isn't Andre IU French? That fits. Quarter pounder, eighty-six ketchups. Add bacon is a is a. That's my. That's what the way Brian's I want to eat it. Thing. Moving on, Brian Chesco. What do you want? Tell me? me about some West Ham United questions that I have for you. Okay. Wait. Shouldn't the defense <laughs> be better? Should, listen, when you have, hey, you know who you have, you know who looks, to, stop. When you have. <laughs> Kuyate, Font, Reed, Cresswell, 
Man, I'll, that's a great back line. Do you know who looked terrible? Who? Jose Font. That dude. Why? Looked, he should be he better. Yes, he did. Suddenly, he leaves Southampton. He suddenly looks thirty-five. I don't know, man. Is he the problem? Like that, that's a, those are ex and Randolph's not bad. I don't know what to say about them. And Randolph had even even conceding three goals. Randolph was still worth ten this week because okay. of the penalty save, and he had six regular saves. Listen, Randolph. West Ham is only in the last sixteen games. They've had three clean sheets. They're not. It's not good. That. Team and they give up be, a lot of goals. They should be better than that, and I don't get it. Don't tell me. Tell Slavin Bilic. I like Slavin Bilic. All right. I don't want to tell him. Send I like him, him an email. Right, maybe I will. Is All that right, your that, only question? That's it. Yeah. All right. Those were your four. Those were your four Premier League matches this past weekend. Hopefully, you scored enough points uh, to to help make up for any zeros that you might have had to eat. All twenty clubs are back in action. This coming weekend for match week 29, and then after that we've got an international break. So the Premier League just can't get any momentum right now, but that's how it goes. We're in that final stretch here to the end of the season. Let's talk briefly, just briefly, about the FA Cup quarterfinals. I want to start this talk here. Uh, It's a fitting time to make this analogy. As I was kind of thinking about the FA Cup, and by the way, I probably watched, like legitimately watched about four minutes total of FA Cup football this past weekend. It was pretty good. I believe you. It was good. Except there's a lot of blowouts. There were blowouts everywhere. Freaking Millwall. Yeah, freaking Millwall's right. More on that in the injury round. No one likes us. That's what they say. No one likes us. And they're right. Yeah, especially me. They're the Tony Pulis of British football clubs. <laughs> uh, anyway, FA Cup quarterfinals. Uh, here's the analogy. So we are in the United States. We are embarking on a unofficial national holiday, which is the first weekend Pi of day. March Madness. Oh. Not Pi Day. That is today, though. Um, no, the first weekend of March Madness. College basketball. Basketball. College mm-hmm. basketball. This is not the a college. basketball pa- podcast. It's not a March Madness podcast, but bear with me for a moment. I like basketball. We love March Madness as a country, even though it's a terrible way to decide a champion. We love it for its one-and-done nature, for its unpredictability, for the ability to easily bet, even though it's not technically legal in most places here in the United States, uh, on who is going to win what matches. We fill out brackets. It's all, it's all wonderful fun. And there's always upsets. The term Cinderella is never used more than during March Madness. But what ends up happening is you get these surprise Cinderella victories in the first, maybe even second rounds of March Madness. And eventually you get to a point where a Cinderella, a team that is not supposed to be as far in the tournament as they are, comes up against a, a powerhouse team. And then we're, we're subject to a blowout that we probably wouldn't have gotten if the right teams had just won early in the Their tournament. Their luck will r- eventually runs It out. runs out, and it leads to you know, the, the, the glory and the joy and the thrill of these first-round upsets usually leads to second-round boredom because we get these blowout games. That was what this weekend was in the FA Cup. You had Millwall. You had Middlesbrough. You had Lincoln City. They had no business. No offense to those clubs. They earned their right to get to the FA Cup quarterfinals, but they had no business being in the FA Cup quarterfinals. And so what we were subject to was 6-0, 3 5-0, 5-0. And unfortunately, it, that, that's, that's what we got. Now, we endured that. Tough luck, Middlesbrough, for getting Manchester City. No, no, no. Again, no business being where they were. Right. All that said, we endured this boring FA Cup quarterfinal weekend. No offense, Brian, to what you said before about it being interesting. 
to get a powerhouse Final Four. Yeah. We have a powerhouse Final Four in the FA Cup. It's going to be exciting to see the end of this tournament. It's going to be real exciting. One thing you noticed uh, this weekend during those games is that all the the big teams at times uh, would not play all their starting lineups, but they, everyone played their starting lineups this past weekend. Yeah. And that easily sets up the semifinals. Arsenal at home to City, Chelsea at home to Spurs. Mm-hmm. Those two teams will have their full squads going, as they will um, in the final. It's so, going to be an amazing Manchester City Chelsea final. Yeah, probably. Unfortunately, <laughs> if Harry Kane, if Harry Kane can't get healthy, um, I mean, I don't want to. Then I mean, they're not. Tottenham doesn't have a chance. Chelsea's no, they're he's, playing well enough. Anyways, it might not matter. I, it, even if he was healthy, right. <coughs> Any chance at, at these? Four clubs are distracted in the Premier League with this FA Cup semifinal appearance. I don't think so. I don't, I no, don't it's not going to affect anything, but they're going to treat that. Uh, who wants it the most? Your guys. Arsenal wants Arsenal it probably the most. But the most. The, I guarantee you that the Chelsea players want a double. Um, they probably already feel like they got the Premier League wrapped up, which they probably do. So, hey, we got a chance to win two trophies. They're going to go for it. Yeah. Listen, everyone says the FA Cup – and the EFL Cup don't mean anything if they're not in the championship playing for it. I was say, I don't think Those anyone play, says they don't you, mean anything. When you get there, you're playing for it. Those the teams this weekend's were were this weekend's like there was two of them. This weekend they were playing for it. Yeah, remember yeah. how many remember how many time Manchester United players kicked Aiden Hazard? That was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I will say, Dave, it's I don't know that funny. people say that doesn't mean anything, but they definitely do well, prioritize. When they get knocked out, okay? So when they get big, up again. When yeah, a big yeah. club gets knocked out, <laughs> they do get up again, Brian. When they get knocked out, they say, oh, well, you know, we just wanted to focus <laughs> on the so stupid. Yes, they're prioritizing. The they're prioritizing. Right? But you're right. You raise a good point. It's just an easy thing to say when yes. you get knocked out. But you raise a good point, and that is that there comes a point in every competition where everyone starts to actually take it seriously. Yes. Regardless of your fixtures elsewhere. And I felt like that was this past that, week. You're absolutely right. Uh, and that, unfortunately, probably contributed to some of these blowouts. It, but I agree. on this podcast, there's one club that's very important to one of, uh, of the three of us, and that yes. is Arsenal. Arsenal Football Club. Dave, you're an Arsenal fan, and we, every once in a while, you just have so much you need to say about Arsenal that if we don't give you a moment sure. to, to let loose that pressure, sure. to, to release yeah, that yeah. steam, yeah. Yeah. this becomes an Arsenal podcast. So we give we you, don't want that. We give you an Arsenal moment. Yeah, better for it to be an Arsenal moment than an Arsenal geyser or an Arsenal volcano. It's yeah, kind sure. of a little suggestive. Yeah, sure. Okay. Hey, let's talk some Arsenal. Yeah. Hey, in 2017... Arsenal Football Club, eight wins, one draw, five losses, Brian. Yeah. Okay? Brian, Brian. In January, don't you interrupt me, Scott. Oh, sorry. Don't you tell everyone what Brian's doing. If they want to know, they should be watching. In January, Arsenal had five wins, one draw, one loss. Pretty good month. February, two wins, two losses to Chelsea and Bayern. Those aren't horrible losses. It's not like they're losing to bad teams there in, in February. Those are good teams. Two losses in March. One win. Two losses. One to Liverpool. Again, good team. One to Bayern. Nothing to hang your head about, you would think. But on the contrary, it's how they're losing and when they lose is what the problem is. They're getting smacked around in 
embarrassed. And it's, you know, three losses in the league doesn't seem horrible. But when you want to win, you can't have that. You, you can't get thumped by Chelsea. You can't get embarrassed by Liverpool. And then you really want to talk about something. You can't get embarrassed by Bayern to a tune of, in two games, 10-2 to two aggregate. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for a club with that type of talent to produce those types of results against teams that are similar in talent to you. What you continue to show is no spine, no leadership, and you have a manager who seems to have lost touch with the game. Fans leading marches, rallies to get Wenger out, calling for a Wexit, Brian? A Wexit? Yeah. Good work, Arsenal protesters. I will tell you what Arsenal needs. Arsenal needs, and I have been one to have, who has hammered Leicester City from the beginning of the season because I thought their luck would run out. Listen, let's be just call a spade a spade. They don't have a talented team, okay? They have a couple good players. They do not have a talented team. But you know what Leicester has? And all of a sudden they found again? They have about four or five guys that are freaking leaders. I man. thought you were going to say gumption. <laughs> they do have that too. Oh, okay, good. They got guys who give a <laughs> shit and they have leaders out there. David. You look at you can look at Schmeichel, Fuchs, you love Fuchs. I love Fuchs. Morgan, Hooth, Albrighton, Drinkwater, yep. Drinky. These guys get in people's faces and when they give it they're all because sometimes they, sometimes I, I have even not given the them spaces. enough credit this year for yeah. the heart that they have. I can't believe they made you a in fan one, in, in one game. In <laughs> no, it's been building over the last right, three. In right. fairness, but what I saw today, they beat Sevilla. Screw you, Sevilla. Go home, La Liga. You have a couple other teams still in the Champions League, but you know what? Sevilla just got sent home by the fifteenth place team in England. Leicester City beat Sevilla in in. In a uh, at home today, two nothing, to to move on to the quarterfinals, the top eight teams in Europe, and to their credit, they showed more heart. One of their players today, just one, pick one, showed more heart than the Arsenal club has shown all season, and that is enough to get you where you need to go. Arsenal out talents them ten times over, but. In the same matter or more, Leicester outhearts them, and and it matters. It completely matters. They have leadership. They have a. They have people who give a crap, and it shows. Arsenal has a crybaby in Sanchez, a cupcake in Ozil, and they are as leaderless as a flock of starlings. That is my Arsenal moment, and this Arsenal moment is brought to you by Kleenex. <laughs> we are there. We are there to get you through your worst times. So when it sucks, try us. You won't regret it. Hey, thanks, Quinnex. You saw who was in the stands for the for the match. No, I didn't. You saw who was there to watch Leicester City Foxes take down Sevilla. Okay, no, no. Okay, the cameras kept going to someone. I never saw who that was. Who was in that? the stands? Was in Golo Conte. Oh no, no, no. Okay, well, it wasn't him. I was thinking of someone else. Uh, all he needed to do Golo. was be near the pitch. For them to get to, to win. <laughs> hey, he didn't even need to suit up. 
That that guy's getting uh, Frank Lampard says he's the best midfielder in the Premier League. Oh, without doubt, there is not. There's no shred. He's not better than Sanchez. Listen, it is not a coincidence. There's no doubt in my mind that he is the reason why the last he he's been on the last two title team. Well, I'm giving Chelsea That's the title fair. at this point. Yeah, he no, was on I mean, Leicester. Well, we, we discuss it. He's I, on he Chelsea. Needs to, he needs to be given to him. He's the one common denominator. Hey, uh, when Sutton. United lost to Arsenal. We yep. gave them a club history and talked about their vaping manager and their yeah. meat pie eating Goal, goalkeeper. Goal yeah, man. What was his name again? We already forgot. Uh, Wayne Shaw. Wayne Shaw. Shaw. Wayne Shaw. R.I.P. Wayne Shaw. Uh, we thought we should died. do the Just same retired thing. retired from football. Well, Anyways, getting on to Lincoln City, Scott. Yes, we thought we should. Lincoln City. Yeah, we thought we should give them the same treatment. You know, Arsenal have have walked into the FA Cup semifinals after two straight fifth-tier fifth tier, uh, victories, victories over fifth-tier clubs. Lincoln City was just the latest. Their biggest moment was defeating Burnley at Turf Moor in the previous round. Not. Has that even has the Premier League team hardly beat uh, Burnley at home this year? I'm not I'm sure. I'm sure there has been. Anyways. All that to say, we want to give them the unofficial incomplete club history Let's treatment. give them their moment. Their nickname is the Imps. I-M-P-S. The Imps. In fact, I found an article the back... The Imps? Yeah. As in like Impy? Being Impy and like yes, hurt? Correct. No, yeah, their mascot gimpy. is... No, Imp. Their mascot is uh, Poacher the Imp. In fact, I found an article on the internet from their local paper back in 2013 where the guy who had been playing poacher the imp for many years a local resident he was he moved out of town and it was an article in the paper that he was going to have to resign as poacher the imp excellent stuff they play in a uh, stadium called sinsel bank uh it has a capacity of more they than play in a bank i mean that's what it's called i mean it could be a could be like the side of a, of a street yeah maybe it's like built into the mountain oh like a river bank i don't I okay. honestly have no idea sure uh, Aren't the, you supposed to be telling us about the history? I told okay. you I pick and choose what I want. Uh, unofficial. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the capacity of their stadium is over 10,000. That's, oh, that's pretty good. They've never sold it out, but it's over 10,000. So they're ready for you know real club football here. Yeah, sure. Uh, they've played at Central Bank since 1895. That's cool. That that's is really cool. cool. Uh, and they've been uh, they've only been a pro club since 1891. So they've almost... You say only... Well, that, compared to 1895 when they started playing their current stadium. You said 1891. Did you mean 1991? No, 1891. 1800. Wow. So four years of their of their existence as a pro club, they've played elsewhere. Otherwise, since then, for the last, what, 122 right. years, they've yeah. played at the same That's place. Good Pretty math. cool. Good math. Their highest position in English football was the second tier, the 1901-02 season. Yeah, I remember that one. Exactly 100 years later, they went into administration. As all these clubs seem to Come do. on, do not tell me the provisional liquidator got involved. Oh, again. yeah, absolutely. Kept him afloat. Ryan. <laughs> what gives? And uh, Tell me, man. And, and they're, they're doing much better now. They've got some serious tragedy in their history. Hmm. Uh, they were playing, I can't remember who their opponent was, but there was a match. They were playing an away match somewhere, and all of a sudden there was a fire at the... At the, at the grounds and 38 supporters died uh, there was a match a few years later where someone died of a heart attack on the pitch um, crazy stuff they also hold a record that they don't want to hold and that is that they have lost five they have five straight playoff losses so in other words they were in a playoff for promotion oh. and have lost five times in a row 
So they're currently fifth tier. Typically, what you what you consider to be uh, you know professional, fully professional clubs are the top four tiers. Uh, league football is the top four tiers. They are just shy of that. Although they are first place right now in their in their league. Hopefully. They're able to stay in first and not get in a playoff. Right, <laughs> that's exactly right, or else they're in some trouble. Uh, but again, they might want to be in a playoff and get rid of that that record they currently hold. Yeah, they uh, were relegated from the fourth tier in 2010, 2011. So they've been in the fifth tier for the last what, six years. They're they're just one of three clubs that play in Lincoln, Lincolnshire. They're uh, local well, rivals. The, the sounds Lincolnshire. Yeah, like Lincolnshire, but sure. You know, Lincolnshire. Lincolnshire. Okay. Uh, the the two rivals, local rivals in Lincoln for them are, uh, and you'll recognize the like you know, you know these derbies when you hear them. Scunthorpe United. I actually have heard of them. I know, yeah. And Grimsby Town. And I've heard of them. Yeah. So, anyway, fun facts there about your imps. The now. What is an imp? Maybe I don't understand like what a an little, imp is. Uh, an imp would be like a little, uh, uh, like a little uh, demon. Yeah. 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 The, the, he's like a bright red mascot. Yeah. I can put a picture on social media this week if you want. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I did write a limerick, uh, and I'm actually kind of proud of this one. Oh. All yes. right. Well, and are you sure you want to tell it? At this point, it's too late. You told us that. So if it sucks, then, you know, sorry. I think you'll like it. A I little. almost always like your limericks. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, That's sure. why I keep writing them for you, Dave. All right. Well, I, I like them. Brian, you can listen to. Sure. All right, here we go. How about this scrappy, out-of-shape crew warming our hearts sort of out of the blue? You've got to love these imps. Big playa FA Cub pimps. Thanks, Lincoln City. See you soon in League Two. Well done. Fourth yeah. tier football. Well done. That was really Look good. You. Thank you very much. Thought you I might think like I my... missed the part where you talked about the uh, the filth. The filth. Well, no, uh, the one the ling- the lingering memory in my mind for Lincoln City in this FA Cup. You know, again, for Sutton it's it's Wayne Shaw, it's vaping. For Lincoln City, it's going to be their striker and I forget his first name. His last name is Reed. R H E A D. There was one point where he was standing and kind of talking to the referee, and he had this gut that was sticking out really far. That's where the out-of-shape thing came from in my mind for writing this limerick. I mean, the dude is not your typical-looking football player, which just made me admire him and sure. Lincoln City even yeah. more. The yeah. fact that here they are at the Emirates yeah. playing Arsenal, and he's just got this belly sticking out. He's, he's going to have some beverages you, you know that guy, Well, you know that you know those people who they're a little out of shape, but you can't always tell, but then when they stand at a certain angle, yeah, you're like, sure. oh, yeah, that's a, that's a belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. he's got one. Yeah. Yeah, Reed had one, mm. and I loved it. Mm. I absolutely loved it. You loved, a you, man's, you loved a man's belly. I won't see that again on a soccer pitch for at least another year. It'll be a while. Right. David, In- would you like an answer to the question, who did Burnley lose to at Turf Moor this season? Yes. They lost in November to Manchester City. You might remember that one. 2-1. They lost at home in October. To Arsenal, right? To Arsenal. Yeah. That's, that's, 1-0. Okay. Which wasn't that one close? It was. That was it the was one close. where Andre Gray almost put them ahead at one point, but he missed. Good memory there, Brian. And they lost the first match of the season to Swansea. 
All swans. Swansy huh. one nil. Interesting. That was, was. And that is your turf more loss update. I'm going to go out of order on our agenda, so bear with me, guys. I'm going to go to the injury roundup next. Brian, yeah, we had some significant injuries. We, we kind of glossed over them when we were talking about the matches, but we've got to talk about them now. Howdy, partners. It's the injury roundup. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it in, I guess, in order of seriousness. So we finally got the official word on the Harry Kane injury today. Probably a lot of people have seen it. Spurs official tweeting out that Harry Kane, the way it was stated, is that it is a similar but less severe injury as was sustained against Sunderland in September. That's good because he was out for quite some time. He was out. He missed five matches yeah. after that injury. That would be significant if he so missed that much now. 19.3% and dropping his ownership. He's at 114 I would say at this point, what, no matter what you've done, like I bought him immediately as soon as I had an available transfer, I transferred him back into my squad. Pre, and now this, and now I'm mad. You're stuck with him. You? I have to get you. Have to get rid of him. You have to. I because, don't know. Unless you are okay with your other two, which I am not. I have Lukaku and Crouch. I don't think I'm okay yeah. holding Kane for what could be five more weeks. Let's say he misses but, let's say he misses all five. That hurts. It brings him knows. back nearly certainly for Arsenal in week thirty five. That's three weeks left of the season. The question is how much of his season is left. Well, yeah, and how will he be in form at all? Find right. form for the end. But I mean, what if you don't sell him? What if you sell Crouch and play Lukaku and whoever you buy in place of Crouch? Who and keep Kane stashed who, on your bench? You're, you're wasting too much money sitting there with Kane. I just think See, I just, I'm, I'm facing one of those scenarios, exactly that kind of scenario, where my third striker is actually Urenta. Right. Who you're going to get to in a second. That's two injuries. Right. Yeah, that's right. So I've got, unless I want to go 4-5-1, which I could, um, yeah, that's just not a very positive fantasy lineup formation, I, I kind of don't want to sell Kane. I don't want to sell him either. He's been so good. And if they're saying... You know what it sucks the most about this? Millwall! 6-0 Millwall! He didn't need to be out there! 8 minute what was it the eighth minute all those guys played and the the tackle was i don't know vincent jansen could beat millwall at white hart lane patatino hates him he has to hate him he played what five minutes patatino hates he hates you and he hates me (laughs) for playing harry kane and risking injury in this match all right look i just for me I, I had a lot of I feel I can I can make up the difference between Harry Kane and Sergio Aguero. I can do that. I can't. And I can't so that, do that. And so that's exactly it. So then I've got point nine in my bag. So I, my guess is if you if you do not have if you have Harry Kane and do not have Lukaku, done. Okay. That that is over. That Even is though it might be a head case now. I mean, we talked about that. No, you, you stick with him until there's a until there's a reason not to. Yeah. So if okay. you don't have Costa, if you don't have Lukaku, and you have Kane, I have principles, and that means I don't have Costa. Right. So 
The the only other guy. You no, know, Prince. Did you think for a second that Principles was the name of my third striker? The only other guy well, that's around be. that range of price. If you want to try, Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy's a little okay. over nine. What about Troy Deeney? Troy Deeney's a gigantic drop. Yeah. So you could save a ton of money. Yeah, absolutely. You could Are go down scoring to goals. Deeney. Right. Who did Watford play? What I'm saying is, you can't go to Ibrahimovic. Obviously, you're they're not. going to Crystal Palace. Watford. That sure. might be a Dini. That might be a Dini. I, I mean, matchup. I'm just saying. I'm just thinking of if, it depending on what you want to do with your money. So. All right. Fair enough. I'm not I'm sorry right. for interrupting. So anyway, the, Brian, Brian, I'm really we, sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. Now that I'm, we know, I'm really sorry. I forgive you. Thank We're you. never gonna get through this injury roundup. All I'm saying is, I think there's an important strategy here, just because he's been the guy. I mean, he how yeah. who has scored more points than him this since he's gone back into form? I don't know that there's anybody. He's destroyed people since he's been healthy again. I'm just saying a 20% ownership, that's a big chunk of people, and I feel like that's something that there's 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 decisions to be made with him. Bad time for Zlatan to be suspended, huh? Really I just bad. think if they're saying it's less severe, they still are going to be careful with him. What are they going to do, rush him back after two weeks? I would guess you don't no. have him for at least three, two, two or three weeks minimum. They have to do some analysis and, like, are we going to catch Chelsea? Yeah, probably not. But we need to make sure we still finish in the top four. And if that's the case, then they need to. Look who's replacing him. They can do fine. Son has been has been in good form. Son did it early in the season. We can talk about Son once we get to buys and sells. Okay. Janssen's not coming in for him. I just think if there's, again, if there's someone to benefit here. It's going to be Son. Son or Delhi. Yeah. Delhi has been such money. Can you say that such money? Can you hate Delhi has been such money? Uh, based on percentages, mm-hmm. probably the next guy that's worth keeping an eye on, uh, Leighton Baines. Subbed off at halftime, 12.3% ownership, Leighton Baines. Ominous from Ronald Koeman. Leighton had a problem with his back. He couldn't move anymore. That was the reason we had to change him, courtesy of the Liverpool Echo. Man, that's not good. Look, I, he's he had injuries already this season. I, it's not seventy five percent chance of playing, according to probably precautionary. I would imagine he still played half. I mean, he might be fine. I just feel like that's it's just a weird thing. Two ones in his last two matches. Yeah, he's not getting any. If he doesn't get penalty kicks, and they're not going to clean sheet anybody. Uh, Manchester United had three people who almost who were doubts. For the match versus Chelsea, two of them actually did not play, and that was Rooney and Anthony Martial. Rashford, Marcus Rashford, was an, an injury, well, was an illness doubt, but he played anyway. Had the best chance against Chelsea. And didn't, didn't he should have scored. Yes, he should have. Um, I don't think it matters much for Rooney. Boy, I really want to. I really want Anthony Martial to be good, and Martial and Rashford are both guys that could benefit with Laton being out, but. It was an undisclosed knock of some kind on Martial. We'll see what that means versus Middlesbrough. Swansea, uh, Swan Ake, like Swan Lake. I, I get it. I get oh, it. Wow. Swan Ake. Wow! Like look it. at you. Let's re let's re-record it to where I just say Swan Ake and we all pretend that we know what the pun is. Sure. Good. Swan Ake. Oh, hold on, hold on. That was yeah. that wasn't fan. There was no fanfare there. Was that the pun you built up earlier? Yeah, why not? Let's just let's just, just get to it. it. Dave's like all panicky about time here. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Go ahead. 
Angel Rangel. Who cares? He's on 0.2%. Did you know that? That's shocking. He's, the that, Jordy, he's like Jordy Amon, my man. Martin Olson, who we may or may not all own here at 1.4%, but <laughs> worst, Fernando Llorente, El Rey Leon. Yes. All injured. Uh, Rangel didn't, it doesn't really matter. That's just depth that they lose for the rest of the season. Fractured metatarsal on his right foot. Llorente's, Llorente's injury described as a dead leg. I get the feeling he might not be out long. I'm not sure why 60,000 people. He's the second most transferred out person for this this round, this round other than Kane. 60,000 like people transferred no, him out. Why listen, would you sell people, him? People transferred him in because he was one of three guys playing this week. I guess. Just, I, just think that's, I just think that's a, a bit of a, a knee-jerk. Yeah. No. And then Martin Olsen got a knock on his ankle, said Paul Clement. But it was it couldn't have been terrible because he finished the match. Yeah. He played the full night. And I think Rangel he'll out, still... Huh? With Rangel out, he's going to play this week. I think he'll be fine. Then um, he's going to score because he's Martin Olsen. Dave, does this matter to you? Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain subbed off at the before 30 minutes against Lincoln City. Wenger says hamstring injury. Anytime there's a hamstring injury, it's not good. Ask Matt Phillips. Ask well, any, no, I'm serious. Ask any Arsenal player. 1.2% of people that own Ox probably aren't going to be happy about that. No. It's not a lot of people, but he has been very good. Yeah, them. no, no. He's been in a real better real-life real life player yeah. than yeah. he has fantasy. We've it, doesn't help, been, it doesn't help Arsenal no, to lose no, a guy no. like him. Uh, Curtis Davies, 1.4%. Prior to the match this past week, Marco Silva said that Davies had trained, was fit, and available for selection, he proceeded to play zero minutes. But nice. I just think it's a plus for them. They didn't have a guy who was obviously their probably their most important single defender for the season. They didn't. He was out for six weeks now because of a hamstring. Do you know? I love the Premier League. Absolutely love it. My favorite sports league in the world of any sport. However, I think that we would all benefit if they adopted some kind of formal rules about injury listings like the NFL has. Yeah. That would be outstanding. So that way we don't get Marco Silva's being all Bill Belichick about injuries on their squads. Yeah. Anyway. I, I agree. Back to you, Brian. So he could be back. We've talked about Hall defenders uh, between McGuire. Yeah, sell now, right? Sell? Sell your Hall defender? <laughs> I mean, seriously, Dave? That should happen a few weeks ago. I don't know. Everton. They're going to, to Everton this but, week. Yeah, that's not great. But I mean, I mean, for, all right, for you know, price. Pray for whole defenders, right? Hashtag. I just think depending on what you want to spend on your defense, do you want two points or do you want, or do you want expensive people? I, I feel like listen, that's listen, the tough listen, call. Listen, listen, this is easy. I have two. You said earlier you kind of poo pooed uh, Baines, and you said he's not getting clean sheets. Uh, I have Coleman and Williams. They both got a clean sheet this past weekend. I mean, Hull's in, in a bit of decent form, but I'm still playing both my Everton defenders oh, against For Hull's sure. Team. But Seamus is $6. He wasn't when I bought him. Dollars? Not, well, no, he was. He was over 5 Yeah. He was just over 5 And if you bought him early, congratulations. That was as good That's of a true. move as there's been. Very Listen, true. I only bought him because we talked about him on this podcast. Curse ye. Plug for fantasy soccer. The last guy I just want to say that there's a race for fitness for Patrick Van Aanholt. It's not entirely 
out of the it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility. I'm excited what? to interview him. He's doubtful officially we'll for Watford, but we'll see. I like Patrick Brown. We'll mm-hmm. interview him at some point. Dave. Don't don't look at me skeptically. I was confused about what you were talking about. All right. Uh give me your buy sell of the week, Dave. Uh, I am selling three players that I currently own. I'm gonna take a loss, but you know what? I gotta make some moves. So you're on minus eight. Yeah, whatever. One Who free cares? transfer and cares. two. All right. <laughs> it's I'm, late in the season. I'm selling so Tom what? Heaton. I'm selling Tom Heaton. Okay. Got too much money wrapped up there. I could easily. I'd rather have a Jordan Pickford. Uh, Burnley hasn't kept a clean sheet in a while. I don't like Burnley's upcoming schedule. Sell, sell, sell Tom Heaton, regardless of where he stands in the overall points. Okay. I'm selling Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane has okay. not been money. He's been Mane. And so I'm selling I'm selling him. Mane is uh is French for not so great. Sure. Okay. All right. And uh instead of uh, I'm picking up Eden Hazard. He's got a footprint on him. He from does. Marcus Rojo. He does. But he seems to be okay. Uh, you know, when Rojo, if you're going to stomp someone, okay, if, uh, Ro- no, Marcus no, Rojo, no, no. I know. stop, stop, stop. No, no. Marcus Rojo is a thug. Yes. And he stomped on Eden Hazard's chest. <laughs> but what disappointed me more than his stomp was the fact that he wussed out no. of the stomp. See, he did it. He went all the way and made the motion to stomp his chest like hard and last second backs off. So it's just like a little pat. So it was enough for, for Hazard to roll around like his chest got broken when, when it really didn't. And but So he thugged, he thugged, and then he backed off. That's worse than even being a thug. I disagree. Do you know why I disagree? Why? Not just because you said it, even though that's what you're thinking sure. right now. It's because he didn't get a suspension. He did it the right way. He got his point across without jeopardizing He'll get a the bigger... No, no. There's no I'm suspension. Fairly certain on he that? is not getting charged with violent conduct. That's the news today. That's a joke. That's a joke, right? No. Now listen, right, I do have to make a, a correction. Last week it looked like when we were recording that Tyrone Mings was getting a three match ban. He ended up getting five. Yeah. Which is bollocks, but whatever. That's a lot. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that he got that much more than Zlatan. But anyway, I digress. I don't okay. want to fight with you about that. All right, I don't so, want to fight with you. And then I'm selling your rente. I'm selling your rente and picking up Costa. So I'm selling That's Heaton. That's a giant jump. You get, can't just do that. Yes, Four I can. Billion pounds. I got some money in the bank, Shorty. What you drank? I got Heaton, Mane, and Lorente, okay. and I'm I'm <laughs> gaining a Pickford, Hazard, and Costa. You can't tell this is my people fault. the folks at home to sell Llorente to buy Diego Costa. Well, if you can do it, if good you change, you. that's what you're saying, Dave. What are you buying and selling this week? That's what I'm buying. All right, so. all right. I liked your heating, your heating analysis. That was there you good. go. All right, D- uh, you, uh, Newcastle guy. Newcastle, what up? Buy and uh, sell. I am buying. I'm buying a lot. <laughs> you too. Um, are you playing your wild card? I don't think he's buying actual buying. He's just buying buying. I am not going to use my wild card. I have no idea I will, what that. Means. I will. I will definitely be taking at least a minus four this week. Right, so he's oh, buying. It's he's a, buying two of his. I'm liking. Well, he's going to suggest my, more than two players. The problem is, I'm liking my chances. I told you. I'm, the problem is, I already bought Kane, and I so know. I have. I could easily, <coughs> I could easily go into the week with the team that I have and take my chances. I I could do that. 
However, uh, I am I am buying the guy I want to buy is I don't know. <laughs> There's so many. I want to buy Lanzini. I want to find a way to get. Uh, that feels like a heart buy, not a head. No, buy. I like I like it. It's his on week. I want buy to, I want to buy Lanzini. I just feel like this is the time. He's six point four. He's only two point seven percent owned. His ownership has doubled in the last week. Brian, question for you. Here, yeah. All right, here you go. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Over under five and a half, Manuel Lanzini this coming weekend. What are you doing? Over under five and a half. Five and a half what? Um, points. Oh, okay. Is he going to get more than five and a half points this weekend against Everton? Who do they play? West Ham is hosting Leicester. At home to Leicester. Over uh, under five and a half. Which, you, which one are you taking? Over I, or under? I will take the under, but Ooh. I will take a five. I think he's going to get an assist. I will take the over. Leicester's going to have a letdown. I Leicester's absolutely going to have a letdown after this win at Sevilla because they know like they're going to be okay in the, in the Premier League probably. If they play like this, they can kind of turn it on or whatever. Like they'll be okay. They're partying tonight, I guarantee you, in Leicester. At Vardy's house? Uh, they might be partying at Vardy's house. Bottom line is, I think uh, that game will be different. Look, there's, right. there are so many guys that I really like that I that I wish I could I could make make it happen. Like I really do. Uh, if we didn't get a chance to talk about Leicester City a few weeks ago, whenever it looked like they were coming back up again. But I like I would really love to get to Fuchs. Yeah, he's at five point two. The thing about Lester Fuchs at five point two, he has sixty nine points for the season. That's more than Morgan, and it's more than Huth by a lot. It's more than Huth by eighteen. The other two guys, like Huth, is owned less, but he only has two assists for the entire season. He's a fifty. You know, he has. He just hasn't done that much attacking. Robert Huth, Morgan. I mean, he scored today, but. He's owned 12, he's 12%. 12% of people have stuck with Wes Morgan this far into the season. That's a lot. I think they also own John Stones. Their defense is amazing. Well, that's the thing. I wish I could buy, Bakari Sanya has played, has been great for Manchester for City. City. Bakari Sanya has 53 points this season in 14 and a half matches. 53 points in 14 and a half matches. Good find. When wow. he's played, he's stat, scored. Stat of the day, Scott. It is yeah. a good stat. That's the thing. You're gonna buy a city defender not named Stones or Kolarov? What's what's yes. Sonya's price? Sonya is five point three. That's kind of the other problem. Because and because I just Stones think is so much cheaper. Stones is cheaper. Sheet but my pride won't let me buy John Stone. Well, that's stupid <laughs> for you. I just think that City is a City, and then and then that's smart. I like this. You know, his fifth defender's last name is also pride, principles. Pride and principles. Look, Sterling and Sane. I would love to own Sane. I think getting City into the squad as much as possible. That's another guy. Is Caballero? I want to talk about him too. This is taking forever. I'm just saying, Caballero. As much as City is co- is coming up, I agree. You called this one. I I said, you called this. He's giving us the entire rundown of the uh, FPL. I don't, why, that's why I said he's not buying all of them, but no. he's buying. He's going to yeah. tell you who he's buying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, this is this is all of these people have like coming up. Yeah. The, all of these teams are teams that are going to have double weeks coming up. Yeah. You get Willie Caballero in there now at four point seven. City has conceded one goal 
in their last five. Wow. I'm just saying. Like, they don't have a great... Their next three are home at Liverpool, at Arsenal, at Chelsea. That's not great. I'll, other than that, the rest of the time, they only play United. That's only... that's their, Then they're done with the top six, plus double weeks. I don't know that you can go wrong owning three Manchester City people of any kind. May I have a turn? Who are you? Were you selling anyone? I'm you? selling West Bromwich Albion. Okay. Good call. All right. Here's, Good call. Here's why. Really quickly. Okay. They have 40 points. Their next three, home Arsenal at West, at Manche- and and Manchester <laughs> at Manchester United at Watford. Five of their last ten are against the top six, but the rest of their schedule it's Arsenal, United, Southampton, home to Liverpool at City, home to Leicester at Burnley, home Chelsea. They don't have a game in there that you feel good about. If you have Ben Foster, gone. I don't like their chances. I mean, maybe, yeah, you keep McCauley. Maybe you keep Brunt. Everyone else, see ya. And I don't even know if I like Chris Brunt all that much at 5.1 or 5.2 or whatever he's at now. That's it. Thank you, Excellent. Brian. Excellent. You have helped Excellent. literally everyone. <laughs> That's... That's the meanest, nice thing you've ever said. <laughs> Fact. What a jerk. All right. <laughs> Jeez. I can't decide who I'm going to sell. Um, I want to keep Harry Kane. I talked about this earlier. I'm going to keep Lukaku. My three strike, I, I, I like everywhere else, although Dave planted seeds of doubt with Tom Heaton since Ben Foster is my goalkeeper backup. I don't want to use my free transfer on goalkeeper, though. And I like I like every I like my defense I like my midfielders for this week at least. So I'm looking up front where I have the greatest need. My my front three is is Kane, Lukaku, and Llorente. I want to play two forwards at yeah. least. Obviously, to do that, I'm going to have to either hope Llorente plays or I'm going to have to sell Harry Kane. I don't know. The other problem, yeah. If I may, yeah, please. Is that you know how what happens with sales? Harry Kane's price is going to go down any moment now. I know you're gonna, and that's the other fear is that he's gonna, you're gonna lose value right away All right, at eleven point four. Here's my question. Here's the guy. Okay, so we talked about Dini before. Yep. Here's the guy I really want to buy, Gabby Dini. That's way down there, but sure. He is playing. Yeah, bank the money, and I'll use. Maybe I'll use it to finally, you know, buy in the in the back of of the pitch, uh, at least on my fantasy screen. Uh, but Southampton's going to Spurs this weekend. Not great. That's the. Th- so do I go? Do I go Dini? But I don't want to. I don't want a one week rental, just because I don't like Saints opposition. <laughs> I don't think you really have anything to lose with Southampton. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell Kane, and I'm gonna. Uh, this is me talking it through. I'm selling. Gabby Adini has some double game meet, double match weeks yeah, coming up. I mean, I'm selling Kane, and I'm buying Gabs. Okay, we're here. We're done. We did it. Never thought that would happen. It's true. Hey, for Dave. Oh wait, we're not there yet. <laughs> Scott. Oh uh, yeah. Let's stay in our lanes. Okay. All right. Where sorry. can people find us? Uh, at Fantasy Soccer FC on Twitter. Yeah, I'm over here swiveling. There's yeah, swivels. you are. Swivels is uh, everyone on Facebook can see us at our fa- fantasy soccer FC 
Facebook page. That's right. They can see the swivels going on. Yeah, man. Uh, we also have a website. It's fantasysoccerfc.com. I have I have slacked a bit. No, yeah. no uh, sponsorship pun intended. Sure. Uh, and have not really posted much to our blog. I think I might I might fix that later this week. Okay, good. So we'll see. Uh, fantasysoccerfc.com. All right. Well, listen. Uh, I look forward to a full weekend mm-hmm. of Premier League matches Mark this Madden. weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Jeez, listen, for all our listeners around the world yeah. that don't live here in the, the United States of NCAA. America. NCAA.com slash Mark Men. It's a lot of basketball going Okay, this, this is not needed. Okay, sir. Hey. For all my podcast player pimps. For all my basketball <laughs> podcast player pimps that Scott wants to give props <laughs> to. Hey, for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast, this is Dave Id. Until next time.